eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. I'm your host, Rico Beard. And uh, think of this as a, a delayed reaction to this weekend's games, especially with the two local teams of Michigan and Michigan State. Let's do with the good first. The good, actually the great, was the University of Michigan. That was the game that I think every Michigan fan and, and pretty much everybody in the nation was waiting to see. Michigan was sitting there ranked at number two, but they didn't. They weren't playing like the number two team overall. They had slow starts, and they were pulling away from teams in the third quarter. You know, they were winning, but you didn't feel good. They weren't winning the type of way that, you thought Michigan could do. And that's not just, you know, me. I think that's a lot of Michigan fans. You saw that game. You saw the utter domination that happened. So much so that you were able to pull out your starts. It was 28 to nothing. At What is it? 28 to nothing before you could blink. And the next thing you know, it's like, wow. If it wasn't for like the final few minutes, you would have shut out Nebraska 45 to nothing. That's something, that's an accomplishment. That's what you want to see, plain and simple. If you're Michigan, you want to keep that up because that's, that is what it takes to win the Big Ten. That's utter domination. That's saying that, hey, you know what? When we face Ohio State, we face Penn State. We know what it takes to win. J.J. only threw 16, he had 16 attempts. He didn't have to. It was a balanced attack. Uh, no one really like just went out there and got it done. The Roman Wilson had the two touchdowns early. It was just an overall, you went on the road for the first time in the heat in Nebraska. For some reason, it was like 95 degrees. Don't ask me why, but you handled everything. You took care of business. You looked like one of the top teams in the nation. That's what people were waiting to see. You covered the spread. There was really nothing to be said. You know you played a good game when people are talking about J.J.'s girlfriend sneaking down to give the man a kiss, you know, in the third quarter or the fourth quarter, whenever it happened. That's when you know you dominated the game because there was nothing else to talk about. 
You jumped on Nebraska early, often, and you didn't let up. You know what great teams do? Great teams make bad teams look bad. That's what Michigan just did. They made Nebraska look awful. So if you're Michigan, you want to keep that going. You want to roll that into next week's game against Minnesota, which I think you probably will do as well, because I just don't think that Minnesota is that. Ah, look, let's face it. I don't think the Big Ten West is any good. OK, your season starts, I believe, November 11th. It was, it's the Penn State game. That's when your real season starts. Beat Penn State. You set up for the matchup at the end of the year with Ohio State. And it's going to be for all the marbles again. But if you're Michigan, keep up that energy. That's what everybody has been waiting to see. Keep doing what you are doing so that you can rest your starters by the third quarter. They don't have to play. And maybe next time you get the shutout. But honestly, you didn't need to shut out because you were just that dominant. So that's the good slash great, the University of Michigan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Bad? Well, Michigan fans, you guys can leave. Michigan State fans, sit down. My goodness. How can I put this? It's like the Tyra Banks thing that we play on the show. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. I thought that this was a game that you were finally going to win. It was going to be good for the players. Because once again, I feel bad because the players had zero to do with any of this Mel Tucker stuff. They were thrown into this, into this situation. They didn't plan on this, but now all of a sudden you got to answer questions. It's the uncertainty around the program. What the heck is going on? Harlan Barnett is the coach. You go into Iowa, your first road game, 
And the football, the Big Ten football guys throw you a bone. Unfortunately, Kate McNamara re-injures himself. He's done after like the fifth play of the game. In comes the Iowa backup, but you couldn't take advantage of that. You couldn't take advantage of Deacon Hill, a guy who just is very unathletic looking. The receivers were dropping passes left and right. Iowa didn't want the game. They couldn't get first downs. But Michigan State made sure to, you know what, we didn't want the game either. You had every opportunity to get it, and it was just mistake upon mistake upon mistake. You cannot, you're, Michigan State, you're not good enough to turn the ball over that many times and, and win at home or on the road. You lost against Maryland, even though you outgained them. You lost against Iowa, even though you outgained them. In the four, third and fourth quarter, you had ample opportunity to put the game away. You chose not to. On a fourth and inches play, Iowa can't score. Let me repeat that for the people in back. Iowa could not score. Why are you going for it? Punt the ball. Make that miserable, piss-poor offense led by Brian Ferentz, just stall out. I don't know if you were paying attention or not, but the crowd was chanting, fire Brian in the fourth quarter. They know he sucks as an OC. But you know what? You said, wait, wait till you see what our OC can do. Wait till you see what our quarterback can do. That is nothing. Noah Kim throws another interception in the red zone. I don't know what happened if the, the receiver, if, if Glover broke off the route or if Kim just didn't throw it out of bounds. Doesn't matter. You threw another pick. You turned the ball over on the fourth down. That, that could have been something. I, I, I mean, it was it was just so many mistakes throughout this. I don't know what to say. You have to be better, and you weren't. Because once again, y'all gained them. Y'all did everything, but you lost the game. That's not what anybody wants to hear. Plain and simple. You don't want to hear, well, we outrushed them, we outpassed them because on third down, Noah Kim, you're rolling in a pocket when you don't have to. There's no pressure. I guess you saw Patrick Mahomes do this and you thought, hey, I can do this as well. You're not that good. You ended up having just bad plays. I mean, late in the game, you know, because you felt good. The kicker, Jonathan Kim, makes like a 58-yard field goal at the half. You're like, holy cow, wow, we do have a kicker. Maybe you're going to win this thing. There's no K. McNamara. Our kicker's making 58-yard field goals. But late in the game, you wilted. Your only touchdown came off of a Cal Halliday scoop and score. But then later in the game, Cal Halliday could have gotten the interception that could have helped you win the game. But no. Hey, Cal, tell me once again why you don't wear gloves. Because if you had on gloves, you probably would have caught that interception. And then on third and three, game tied. Okay, maybe you move the ball. Not one, but two false start penalties because the defense is shifting. What did you expect them to do? where's the discipline like what the hell is going on you guys are upperclassmen with, with, with the tight end and, and Spencer Brown like guys you're better than this but apparently you're not because you lost this game you needed this game you needed this game because you needed a margin of error now your game your season if you want to go bowling <laughs> which sounds ridiculous but if you want to go bowling it boils down to this 
You're going to have to beat – you got the bye week, thank God. You got Rutgers, add Rutgers. You got to win that game. You got Michigan. Well, we're not going to talk about that. You got Nebraska. You got Indiana. And you got Nebraska, Indiana, Rutgers, and Maryland. No, not Maryland, Minnesota. You got those four games. Rutgers, Minnesota, Nebraska, Indiana, in that order. You have to win all four of those if you want to make a bowl game. Because your other three games are Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. Oh, by the way, Spartan fans, those are your next three primetime games. So the world gets to watch you get your ass kicked if you keep playing this way. You turn the ball over four or five times against Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State, you're looking at, as Steph Curry would say, night-night. That's what's going to happen. But that's the season. So it boils down to those four games. It's kind of like last year where you had to win all your games, but you missed the kick against Indiana and you only won five. It comes down to those four, plain and simple. If you want some semblance of hope, at least to get a bowl game so that the new coach, whoever you hire, can kind of come in and maybe coach that first bowl game and get used to the team and get those extra practice with the team. You got to go out there and do that. That means that the coaches can't have dumb mistakes. You got to put your players in good situations. I don't know what's going to happen with Malik Carr because he looked like he was going to be the difference, but then he goes down. I don't know what's going to happen with Trey Mosley. He gets hurt late in the game. Figure it out. Make it happen, okay? You guys are getting paid a lot of money, and I'm not seeing results. The fans are not seeing results. As far as Noah Kim goes, I think you got to make a change at quarterback. Noah's just not getting it done. He's lost confidence, folks. You can tell when he looks, when you look at him. I mean, heck, you try to do the uh, the Philadelphia Eagle push, and he fumbles the ball. The moment is just too big for him. You're going to have to go to Caden Hauser. You're going to have to give Levitt a, try, a chance, a shot at being the quarterback. Good news is you get Rutgers on the road to start it off, but it also means that you're going to be following up playing Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State in your next games. Not good, but you know what? These are the cards that you have right now. I think Kim has lost confidence in himself. You see that he's rolling out when he doesn't have to. It's just, look, Iowa has a great defense, but that Iowa, that team was beatable. They couldn't move the ball. The coaches made mistakes. The players made mistakes. You kept just shooting yourself in the foot. A game was yours to steal. You found a way to lose it. You end up losing 26 to 16 when at one time yeah it was six it was sick you were up 16 to 13 and then you let them score the next 13 unanswered points even late you, you punted the ball why just kick the ball out of bounds it's like no one has football IQ anymore don't even let the guy there's no way that you let DeGene catch the ball and running back 70 and spare me with the hole it was holding you know what? You don't get calls like that when you play piss poor. So, yeah, the bye week is here for Michigan State. Couldn't come at a better time. Maybe, just maybe, we'll get a coaching hire. Somebody who can come in here and get this thing fixed really soon. And if the team can win six games, you get to play at either uh, Ford Field or you get to play in uh, the bowl game in, in Phoenix, I think, on the same day. For the six and six teams, that's the best that you can do. I don't see you beating Michigan. I don't see you beating Ohio State. I don't see you beating Penn State. 
that would be a shocker. That's shock the world type of things. If you're MSU, you focus on those four games and your margin of error, zero. You got to win all four. All right. That's the ugly of the uh, reaction from the weekend locally in the Big Ten. Uh, for Rico Beard, thanks for watching. Keep subscribing. Keep uh, giving me great reviews for this podcast. Tell your friends. Keep downloading this. We'll be back later on this week with Howard Griffith from the Big Ten Network. But until then, thanks for watching the Five Star Zone.